Well, let me say this. I think we need to do more to protect all of our citizens. I have long advocated. Uh, this is not what today is about, but there are too many guns on the street. We lose 93 million Americans a day to gun violence. I mean, I've long talked about this. <laughs> long talked about yeah. Of course, it's 93 million a day. That's a big number there, T-Mac. Yeah, I just wonder where they put them all. Snakes, they're all over Richmond, apparently, and it's illegal to kill them. I kid you not. We'll talk about that. I am a criminal. (laughs) Chick-fil-A, still dominating, could be the largest fast food chain ever, including, and even to the left, hates their guts. They still could be number one. The Colorado shooter used parents' gun and was apparently a freak show. Should the parents be prosecuted that debate is next virginia citizens and american patriots radio as the founding fathers intended the lee brothers my name is scott lee i'm richard lee happy friday to you thanks for joining us today uh it's going to be the last day without rain for a few days we're going to have rain saturday sunday and monday thunderstorm sunday and monday thunderstorms my favorite one of my favorite things Sit out and of course watch the lightning come down. All right, we are up and running. The phone number four five four zero eight twenty two zero eight twenty two four five four zero eight twenty two. Coming up at four o'clock, Ralph Northam has a job opening in his cabinet, and I want it. It's diversity officer, a new diversity officer. Uh, that's that sounds just just great. Wouldn't you want that? Wouldn't you want that job? Wasn't it the exact opposite though? Really, it's more like. Uh, a racial job. We're going to look at people by the color of their skin. It's the job of government, don't you see? And the diversity officer well, isn't about diversity, really. The government's been looking at people by the color of their skin for a very long right. time. That's a good point. So why stop? What you know? Why <laughs> stop now? And why put someone else in to just say we've been doing this for a long time? I'm going to do it with you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Right. I will qualify for this job. You are. I I bet it pays well. I'm saying it's probably a six-figure income, and all you have to do is make sure everyone's diverse enough. Is this really necessary? We'll talk about that at four. And by the way, the the Boston Red Sox, only the white players are going to the White House for the uh, ceremony. And why would you say that is? You know, people people will bash me for saying this, and they'll say I'm a racist. The bottom line is it just shows that the white players are a lot smarter than the players of color. Um, they all I, I should go. You mean, I would I would make it more specific, though. I would say the people who are playing for the Boston Red Sox who decided not to go to the White House are not showing how smart they are. How about that? Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's what I that said. That would include anybody who doesn't go. That's what uh, I said. No, it's so not. When you, you come after you me added and something call me a racist and everything else, well, that's how I said it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I and said if, it to Scott like that earlier. He that, just... At 5 o'clock, Reiterating. It, it turns out that you uh, are not allowed to say God bless America in a public school, but you are encouraged to say bless Ramadan and those Muslims in the school. That is coming up at 5 Jam Pack Show. True story. True story. Four five four zero eight twenty two. The shooter in Colorado, he wrote on the side of his car, F-word society, F-U society. He had a number 666 on his car 
And apparently he had what looked like sprayed on the hood, a pentagram. He was a transgender. He's very diverse. He is a, he looks like, and I, I don't want to use this word and sound bad, but he looks like the typical freak show. And he took the guns from his parents who claim it was, they were locked up. Wouldn't he be a good candidate for this diversity job here? And by the governor, the guy's governor's very diversity diverse. job. This guy's very now, diverse. Of course. He, by the way, he hates Obama, hates Christians. On his Facebook page, he posted as such how he hates hated Trump. Christians and hated Trump. Huge fan of Obama. I wonder if he put anything on, on his car or wherever. Someone, you know, several people he likes or he likes this. This is his opinion on that. It doesn't make any sense. How does... And this is, this is the question of the afternoon, quite honestly. If you're the parent of this child, are you not concerned? At what point do you realize, I'm done parenting. This kid's going to paint his hair purple. He's going to act like he's a different gender. He's going to write F.U. Society on his car. You think this is the first time his parents ever seen 666 or a pentagram from this, this kid? At what point do you realize I've got a problem on my hands with my child? At what point does society say to the parent, what in the name of Sam Hill have you been doing? Did you not know your son was an absolute train wreck, a circus act, a freak show? Did you not know any of this? And it really begs the question in our overall society as parents, we, we fa- we're failing. Parents are no longer a parent. They are trying to be friends. They are sent, handing a cell phone to their kids at the age of 10, and they're telling them to go to their room and we're shocked that kids do crazy things when parents are not parenting. I am beginning to ask the, a very difficult question. What should happen to the parents who allow their kids to grab a gun and walk into a school and shoot people? Are we not going to hold parents accountable at all? Do, you not do parents not think- know? Are parents that stupid and blind and ignorant that they have no idea what their kids are doing? And if so, you should be held accountable should you not do you not think that uh it's time for laws to be put in place that make the parents accountable they'll hold the parents accountable for what their child does especially in a case like this um that's the question this child's using his parents gun you know you've got to someone's got to be held accountable here you can't go back and say okay we well, made this law, and I know this happened, you know, six months ago. It took us that long to make the stinking law where it should have taken six minutes. But you can't come after them now, but there should be something put in place that that tells the parents, you know, if you're if you're just a lump of clay sitting on a log, and that's all that's all you do as a parent, you s- sit on your Blank and don't know what your kid's doing, and don't How pay any not? attention to you your not? child doing, do what he's doing or she's doing. You need to make sure you have no firearms in the house. Exactly with these crazed kids, in a lot of cases, thanks to their parents, in a lot of cases, the parents molded in that way. But they need to make sure that that they can keep society safe. 
And what I'm talking about, though, and I think what we're, we're referencing here is kids in high school. I mean, once your kid gets out of high school and goes to college, I mean, you can't control all that. But until the kid, if the kid's 18 and younger, living in your home and in high school, you've got to have some sort of responsibility for your kid. And, and most reasonable parents know what their kids are doing. They know their kid is whacked. They know there's a problem somewhere. They, they chose to either ignore it or send him to their room and just hope the kid lives out his life in some way without hurting somebody. Meanwhile, he grabs your gun, writes F society on his car, 666, a pentagram, and you go, I didn't know. We, that we is didn't not see right. the signs. We didn't know. We didn't see oh. the signs. He walks in the house, hey, son, you want some dinner? Blank you. I mean, you, you yeah, know, exactly. These kids. How would you possibly let this? My, my, my reaction is is difficult here because I, I see there's a side you can't blame the parents. But the, on, on the other hand, if kids, and this is what we have, we have kids walking into school shooting people. What are their parents doing? Next, I'll read you some reactions to parents who say it is absolutely the responsibility of parents on what their kids in high school do. What do you think? Phone lines are open, 454-0822, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. United States of America. I was born by God's dear grace. Parents, parents, listen. Take responsibility for your children's behavior. If your kid is a sick, twisted freak who says F society on the side of their car has 666 and a pentagram, it might be a hint, just suggesting it might be a hint that they're a freak show and an accident waiting to happen. Should parents take more responsibility when it comes to their children's behavior? Here's what one parent said. I would say if you want to take your credit for your children's success later in life, you need to take responsibility for their lackluster performance now. Okay, that seems to make sense. It just is one way of putting it. It's very frustrating to see this these kids who shot up the school in Colorado. That after you see all the evidence, and oh, by the way, the students came forward and said, "These guys, we knew this was going to happen. How come the parents didn't?" Why? What are the parents in America doing? Are they just simply turning them over to the social media and saying, good luck, I hope you make it? Are you engaged in every single aspect of your child's behavior in high school, or are you a cop-out parent who would be shocked that their child did something so bad? 454-0822, 454-0822. One of the schools also talk to the parents, you know, Call them up, say, "Hey, your hey, son's your, a nut Your kid job. has purple hair, yeah, and, and has six 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 on his we have, notebook. Just you saying. know, he's got nasty words painted on his car in a parking lot. We'd like to get it out of here. <laughs> exactly. Are you okay with that? Do you feel the same way? Because if you do, there's a really good school further down the road. <laughs> Jackie from Prince George, you are on AM eight twenty WNTW and FM ninety two point seven. That's not my microphone. Hello, Jackie. Hi, this is Jen. Jen? Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. <clears throat> I oh, wrote down I Jackie. The problem is it starts out with encouraging non-parenting way early. The pushing of Head Start, the pushing of preschool, the pushing of 
Uh, before and after school care in schools, the pushing of don't pay for your kids to to uh, to eat in school. No, we'll pay for it for you. Or no, you don't need to make any food. It's all here for you. No, let us have them a little longer. We can do all this. You don't need to do anything. Well, that's a great point. I mean, we uh, want to send our cool our kids into these into these. Uh, and I, I hate to say this, but they're little liberal um, incubators, they're and you want to send them there very early, very early, and then they that just becomes what parents do. They send their kid away. They send their kid away. Send their kid away. They never really parent. No, and it's, if you do parent, it almost feels like you're a throwback. Even though I know I'm, I'm way more. I either relaxed or allowed too much more than my folks did. But it's like, geez, this this can't be this hard, and. It's also pushed that you don't want to be too stressed as a parent. So yeah, relax. Let them be. And like you said, leave them alone in the room. Let them <laughs> have their phone. Point. Everything's quiet. We're good. Listen, and don't is, let the school parent them. Here's, yeah. a, here's the thing. It is, it is easy. It is gutless just to look the other way. And parents, yeah. you, you can't do that. You, you need to step up and say, wait a second. You said what? You did what? You need to be completely involved. If I could tell you. You know, I've got three boys in college. One graduates tomorrow from Liberty University. And I can tell you every step of the way with social media and every single way. Richard can test this because he called me a, uh, a, a over, what'd you, what was the word you used for me? Not only, yeah, control freak. Thank you. Control freak. Uh, I, he listen, is a control freak. I wanted to know exactly what my three boys were doing. I didn't want any surprises. And I was massively involved in parenting. And uh, this is your role. I mean, what other role do you have? I mean, are you more concerned I, yeah. about, are you going out for the weekend to get a six-pack, or are you concerned about what your kid's doing? Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. They, it's not encouraged. People don't like it. And it's way easier for us if the kids aren't in our way, and it's all quiet, and just plug the kid into whatever electronic, and it starts when they're little, and you throw a little infant on a little iPad, and everyone's amazed. That, oh, look, he can swipe. He's adapting to technology, <clears throat> which is BS. If you're Good not point. miserable as a young parent, you're not doing it right. <laughs> What a perfect, there you go. perfect that, line. That really is Thank awesome. you very much. Bye. Appreciate the call. 454 <laughs> And on top of what she just said. That's perfect. Th- this is perfect. Um, and this is a quote from one of the parents. It said, parents have become dependent upon teachers to take the role of parenting. Parents today focus on friendships and not building a successful, productive citizen. It is time parents stop uh, and realize that their children are a direct result of their parenting. This is these kids who shot up this Colorado school. Where were the parents? Do they feel no responsibility for knowing that their kid was a complete train wreck and able to go get their own guns out of their own locked cabinet? There's something wrong with that picture. They were in a locked cabinet. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Your phone calls next on this topic. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven. Where are the parents now? Our version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. So the left reaction to the shooting in Colorado gun control. We'll share that with you coming up, but this would have done nothing. It would have done nothing. In fact, you could argue that the kids didn't go to the store and buy it. They never even bought the gun. They took it from their worthless parents. It was locked in a cabinet where their son had, you know, he had access to the key. Or daughter or trans son. Yeah, trans. It it was the daughter who wanted to be the son. It was the associate, whatever he felt. Yeah, whatever the transgender kid was. Particular day. The kid hated the country. He hated society. 
He was apparently a devil worshiper, hated Trump, hated Christians, had his hair colored purple. He told his students, fellow students, don't, don't come to school tomorrow, uh, constantly saying stuff like that. And I'm sure he went home and did what? His parents said, oh, you're such a great kid. I'm proud of you. What in the name, What are you yeah. doing, parents? That paint job in your car looks great. <laughs> you could have made the letters a little taller. Yeah, the on F blank society, society on the side of your car is. Uh, other than that, you should go into business painting <laughs> things like that on cars. I knew exactly what my kids thought about nearly every single topic that you can imagine. Why? Because we discussed them. If I thought for a second my kids were f- flaking out. I would have never made sure they had access to weapons or even a public school. I would have had them in a specialty school. I would have had them getting help. But what happened to these parents? And what should society do? Flaking out. That's an old term. That's a good term. 454-0822-454. That's from your hippie days. 0822. And more gun control. Is that the answer? I don't think so. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. All right. Phone calls next. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. And children, if your parents haven't been teaching you what it means to be an American, let them know and nail them on it. That would be a very American thing to do. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on Parenthood. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host and friend and brother. Sitting to his left sometimes. His far left. Far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, that could have a lot of meanings depending on how you say it. That's true. Phone lines are open, 454-0822. It's a new number, 0822. Parents. Are you responsible for your children? If your child is a freak show of major proportions, thinks he is a she or she is a guy, paints his hair purple, has F society on the side of his car, and is a uh, is uh, promising that uh, 666 is painted there in a pentagram, you might, you just might be a bad parent if you don't get involved. You want a contrast of kids on this planet? You got these guys who shot the school up in Colorado. Then you have Castillo. Yes, Kendrick Castillo. He's a, who, a true hero. No, you know, he's a, he's everything that these kids weren't. Everyone in the United States should want to be. The interesting thing is, Kendrick grew up speaking. English and Spanish in a suburb of Denver and first attended a Catholic school. Hmm. Spent time fishing and camping. Hmm. With his grandfather, who was a United States Marine. Kendrick was proud of his father and he thought of him as a hero. 
In fact, Kindred had his flag that was draped over his his uh, coffin in his room. Kendrick and his parents. Listen to what Kendrick's parents said. Now, these are the parents of the hero kid that rushed these dirtbag kid. The teenager kept the flag that was draped over his grandfather's casket close to him and would pray and kiss his tombstone at Fort Logan National Cemetery. His parents said he loved patriotism. We are Hispanic by nature, but we love America to the core. That is a great American. That is a kid whose parents cared. That is a kid whose parents were involved. The, on the other hand, you have these shooters. Where were the parents? Where are the parents in our society that are able to, to get involved with their kids? I think it's a cop-out. 454-0822, 454-0822. Tom in Colonial Heights, you're on AM820, WNTW and FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, great afternoon. Great topic. Um, I've always said that um, I am a, a white male growing up with a, dad, a father figure in my home, a military. Um, I often said, and I tell my kids nowadays, that growing up, I had an opportunity to do a lot of bad stuff in my life. And my first thought was not what would happen with the police found out. It was what would happen if my dad found out. Your dad, exactly. And, yeah. And, and it, it, isn't a, it isn't a thing about fearing my dad, but it was partly that. I guess half fear and half respect. And I think that most times when something like this happens, you're right. We have to look at the parents and what they're doing or not doing in the home. Well, the, the difference is, and I think you nailed this, the difference is a father figure. Someone in the yep. house who is legitimate cares about raising his boys. And, and I've always said this on the show, and Richard and I have talked about this our whole lives, about raising children to be God-fearing, care about what their hearts are over everything else. You know, I always used to tell my kids, above grades, I want a respectful man of character above all. And that's what we put emphasis on. And, and to your point about respect, I, you know, I don't want to be my kid's friend. I want to be their parent. And right. that will gain respect for your children. And exactly right. I felt, Richard and I felt the same way about our dad. By parenting them, you'll, they'll, be, they'll be your friend, essentially. They'll, they'll love you and they'll give you their respect. Here's a, the greatest example of this, and I tell people this all the time. By the way, thanks for the call, Tom. Phenomenal. 454-0822, 454-0822. My son is a junior in college. My oldest son graduates this weekend at Liberty. My other son is a junior in college. Last year, he sends me this text message. Did I tell you this, Richard? No. I don't know if I told you this. He sends me a text message, and he says, Dad, I want to thank you. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Where's this going? I'm like, thank you for what? What are you talking about? And he goes, for being hard on me and being a father that held me to account. And I said, okay, what's coming up? <laughs> and so I said, what's going on? He goes, no, I just, you know, I'm, I'm in college. I see these kids and the way they act. And I just want to thank you for being hard enough on me to shape me and mold me to the man I am today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's not a better text or comment you can get from your children. Or feeling in the world than to have your son recognize... So it brings tears to your eyes almost. All the work. Yeah, it, it does. I can't even I speak mean, to it. Recognize just, all the work that you did as a father. And it was um, hard. Of course, it, it's yeah, hard. it is hard. Sleepless nights, um, angst, concern. 
how to deal with situations, how to teach your kids how to deal with situations. You know, if my son for a second would have painted his hair purple, and I'm not saying all people paint their hair purple as a train wreck, but my kids would have never done that. I'm and glad it, you and, said that because it was incredibly hard to get it out of my hair. <laughs> In fact, I had to let it grow out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that incident. That anyway. was that four months <laughs> I avoided you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a certain engagement as a parent that if I would have seen something that drew a red flag, I would have immediately got engaged to, the, to, a, to another entire different level. It just, it just, when those flags showed up, believe me, I didn't say, oh, that's just being a teenager. I got involved. And my fear is that we have this Colorado shooter that had lost, had lost, parent, parents have lost their kid and didn't know. And I'm beginning to wonder, is this the norm for America where we just, our are kids we heading go, in this direction? Right. And if we are, I, I blame the schools in a lot of cases because, you know, they're, they're essentially becoming a bit We'll parent your kids. You don't have to worry about it. We'll take care of your kids. I don't know if that's the school's fault or that's the school's reaction to lack of parenthood is what it... I'm not saying all of it's the school's fault, but, you know, these liberal indoctrination centers essentially will tell parents, you know, we we got this. We'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Parents, are you responsible for your children? 454-0822. 454-0822. Chief Joe in Williamsburg, you're on AM820, WNTW, and FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, you know, I there was never more indication of the hand of God in my life than my father. Uh, I loved him until the day that death closed his eyes, and I still love him to this Amen. day. But uh, the man was a good man. He worked with me during the summers and stuff like that. He taught me how to fly, and I'll give you a little story. Um, got uh, my tail cut, my shirt tail cut when I was the day I turned 16, and I could solo and fly on my own. Awesome. Well, I went, I took flying, and a couple of my friends, we were decided to go hot dogging out uh, in South Texas and fly underneath high tension power lines. Wow. Okay. Uh oh. Well, the old man found out about it. And this is a man who took his time and money to teach me how to fly. The beating that I got <laughs> when he found out about it, okay. <laughs> I was bruised, and uh, he actually was trying to uh, draw down one of the blows that he broke my arm. And wow. later on, after all, I didn't report it, of course, because I knew inherently, because of the way the man raised me, that what I did was wrong. And I remember walking up to him after my arm had been set, and I sat down next to him, and he said, do you understand how scared I was when I found out that he, what you did? What I did here, you think you look bad right now. Think of what would have happened if that epinogen here is the tail of the airplane had caught that power line. I'd have lost you, boy. And he says that. And mm. to this day, what most people today would look at as something as cruel and barbaric. And, oh, my God, he hit you. The man was trying to impart a lesson. On me. And he did. And I love him to this day. And he did. You know what? I never did it again. It was more <laughs> than having your shirt tail cut off, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And like <laughs> I said, the, the man, I, I could, looking back on it now, uh, 40 years plus later, the man was scared to death that he was going to lose his son, and he, he could not find any other way to impart that knowledge to me except that to make sure that there was a physical price to pay for it. But These, I'm not telling people to go out and beat their kids nowadays. No, of course not. That the man, we get the, the man point. Turned around and he yeah. told me, and like I said, I'm sitting on the uh, side of school right now waiting to pick up my two boys, one who works at the school and one who goes to school here, and 
the simple fact of the matter is my father told me when you go to raise your children, give them tons and tons and tons of love, but one pure 24 karat golden ounce of the fear of God, because properly guided fear, not terror, but fear will turn around and create an empathetic person. And the worst thing in the world, when he, the thing that ties all these shooters together is that their inability to feel to uh, put themselves in other people's shoes. Great point. Yeah, that's a good this point. This is the building block of a civilized society. Men and women marrying to raise children to be moral and productive and a father in the household that is actively involved in the raising of children to be God-fearing good citizens. This is what we're missing in America. Not more gun control, more parenting. Your phone calls next, 454-0822. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. My daddy served in the Army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother. The shooters in Colorado. My sister and me to grow up. Make me question where the parents were. These kids took the gun from their parents' house. They were obviously kids looking for help. They were they're a disaster looking for a place to happen. And somebody, you know, people recognize this. The students at the school recognized it. Yes, they did. It. I'm sure their parents recognized it. Well, is it and, and they did nothing. Is it time to parents be held responsible for kids walking into schools and shooting it up. I think I think it's beyond time. Don't act like it's not something the government isn't currently doing. There are laws right now that contributing to the delinquency of a minor, for example. If an adult encourages the minor to engage in criminal activity, then you can punish the adult. So, Maybe it's time if... We make a blanket statement as a society to say, if your son walks into school and shoots it up and he's a high school student, you are going to be uh, held accountable for that. wonder if that would change how parents parent, knowing that they could go to jail with their son. I'm just, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm even advocating for this. I'm actually trying to get us to think through societal repercussions. We have told our culture that you don't need a mom and a dad. In fact, we told them you don't even need a dad. We told them there's no such thing as families. That you don't need a mom and a dad. You can have two dads or two moms. And and then we're we we fill their head for of crap that says there is no God. You're accountable to nothing. You come from goo. Uh, we tell them that uh, that there is no greatness to be uh, strived for. We send them to school. A head start, very young ages, asking schools and teachers to do more than they ever should. And we're shocked. We're shocked when, we, when kids react like this. Parents should be responsible. If you're going to reap the benefits of a successful child, you're going to also reap the benefits of an unsuccessful one. Just, just being blessed with a child is huge. And... As a as a father to walk away, you know the parents, yeah, the parents might have some trouble. They should stay together so there's two parents in the household. You know, keep if you if you have arguments, keep it to yourself. There's no need to 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 show that in front of the kids. 
you know, but you need a, a loving, warm household for the kids. Well, what are priorities? Priorities are raising children. Exactly. You have a huge responsibility. Kids are huge. You bring a kid in the world, you have a responsibility here. It's not the iPhone's responsibility. Huh. It's not the iPad. It's not the unlimited channels you can get on the TV that sits in their the room Xbox. when they disappear. Exactly. It's not a video game. You know, the kids are a blessing from God. You know, my kids came home from college th- this week, and uh, one of them goes to his room, and I, I haven't seen him for a while. I'm like, where, where, where's, uh, where's Austin? And he's in his room. What the heck for? Get get out of your room. You're not going to sit in your room. What was he doing? I don't even know. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm in my room. Well, get out of your room. Get down here right now and be a part of this this thing we call a family. Get down here right now and get involved. Get, be up. part of this family for I beat. <laughs> exactly. Beat your, 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 your <laughs> head sound, silly. I didn't no, make I'm a sound kidding, like that. It was totally, come on, it's not, it's not, even, <laughs> it's not even nice. It was kind of close, but not quite. Congressman Eon Omar didn't respond. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not that kind of <laughs> nice, Mark. Mark. Mark says that was he, perfect. he didn't want to come down there because you're yelling at him. That was perfect. <laughs> he was hiding. <laughs> Congressman Omar, Ian Omar's reaction to this is not so much, hey, we're the parents. We knew these kids were dirtbags and the parents are hiding in some back closet somewhere while they sneak out the guns. No. What do you think her reaction is? More gun control. I'm heartbroken, she says, by this shooting at Highlands Ranch, Colorado. We cannot allow ourselves to be accustomed to this violence. Of course. Bigger, That's what we're talking control. about. Let's, uh, let's issue big locks. She said we must act and pass gun safety reform now. Gun safety? That's what she says in her tweet. You're going to reform gun safety? Reform it? She said must act and pass gun safety reform now. So... This is legitimate. Less safety. It's a less safe because it's right. If someone's been through proper gun safety training, there is nothing better. If you're going to reform it, it's going to walk backwards. (laughs) Right. It's a good point. Just real quick. I mean, think about this, liberals. Which makes more sense? Trying to blame an inanimate object called a gun or try to figure out what's wrong with society and our culture? Is it parents to blame? Is it is there something else in our culture? It seems like it's not that we've had guns since the founding of our country. Hmm. Maybe parenting's changed. The For, government in the founding wanted everyone to have guns. In fact, they were required to have guns. In some cities and states, they were they were issued firearms. Yes. Yep. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Lee Brothers eight twenty. WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. You see the. Uh, See the Attorney General last night in Loudoun County. I'll tell you, between these two clowns, let's see, Governor Ralph Northam and the Attorney General Mark Herring, um, trying to overcome their racist past is a riot. Lieutenant Governor's going quiet. Yeah, that's true. He was showed up on, uh, was it Tucker Carlson or Hannity last night? I saw a picture of him on the... The Lieutenant Governor? Did, Governor yeah, did. Well, Hannity, I think, was saying <laughs> something to him about him. I don't recall. There's something, But anyway, uh, yeah, so Herring shows up at this... This uh, Loudoun County event last night. It's an African American church, and it was a forum on how to counter racial inequalities. Now, well, can someone one. name one for me? Name first, name a racial inequality for me, so I could at least then go. Oh, I see. Can someone even name one? Of course not. Give me a give me about an hour. <laughs> Come up with one. Is you know, blackface wouldn't be. 
a racial inequality. Is a racial inequality. Hmm. Both of them did it. And now they're going crazy. We'll talk about that coming up next. Hey, check us out at 820theanswer.com and the new website, wntwtheanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Very nice. Takes you directly to our page. And three great videos there. Trust me, you want to see them. wntwtheanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Very nice. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820, 92.7 FM. The country wasn't built by Wall Street bankers, CEOs, and hedge fund managers. Check. Can't understand them. Make any difference. Let's see. The Red Sox reject the White House visit on racial lines. There's something seriously wrong with these people. Democrats get taxes wrong again. You got to hear these clips of these people. It's unbelievable. And the governor has a new job opening. Diversity officer. Oh, goody. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. The only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Happy Friday to you. I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon and be careful on your commute home. Tomorrow's going to be raining, so if you got something to do today where you need clear skies, today is the day to do it. Put your headphones on, listen to the Lee Brothers, all will be good. 454-0822, phone lines are open, 454-0822. Coming up in the program, uh, it's not okay in America to say, God bless America. It's not. But in public schools, that is. You can't say, God bless America, but you are encouraged to say, bless the Muslim students for Ramadan. I kid you not, we'll share that with you at 5 uh, dead ahead. And by the way, uh, a beer that is now uh, endorsing, I guess, homosexuality, a beer, Budweiser. Be so, uh, why why they do that? It <laughs> <That's laughs> sounded like he was totally confused. Exactly. Why did they do that? I mean, do you think people are going to the bar and going, hey, I want one of those, those the, the gay beer? I mean, come on. But we'll, we'll talk about that. Can you see him as president? Five. Mr. President, we have a problem with China and Russia. Uh, uh, why they do that? <laughs> why why they do that? <laughs> Incredible! That's you know Joe Biden. I know he's 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 going to be the nominee. There's no question. Oh, he's going to be the nominee. I predicted that. You're okay. Two years You're ago, Mr. I Prediction. Did. Of course, you are. Of sure. No, I just knew yeah, I was going to oh, get this uh-huh. one right. Mm, that was a real hard one. I knew <clears> I was going to get this one right. It's difficult. Everyone picked Biden. If any, uh, like you did something any, and no one else did or something. It's just, oh, come on, on. It's Shut not up. true. Shut up. If any hey, dirt d- shows up on Big D, you know, Biden could be the next president of the United States. And we'd have even dirt more. Dirt on uh, Trump? There's other dirt on Trump? Trump did, is dirt. That's what he is. He's got more dirt. mistakes and talks. I mean, the guy is if not you're a woman pure in as New York, a wind-driven snow. And Trump has not touched you inappropriately oh, in some way. Uh, you're not uh, living right. That's re- did you? Or okay. you're... Okay. No, I'm not going there. Yeah, you, you should not. <laughs> I should. By I'm the way, I need more to. of that uh, that you, snake you, shot. Do you, you, can, oh, no, yeah, I've got some. You I'll got some more of that? I got some more. Hey, is it a 22 caliber? We're talking about this 22 break. long rifle. 22 long... Because apparently yeah. snakes are popping up everywhere. You, yeah, they're popping up. They're saying they're popping up. And I envision, you know, one shooting up in the air about five feet. <laughs> what is that? Thug. What does what that even that? mean, oh, popping up everywhere? popped up. Punk, another... Well, they and do another, say they say that they're they're everywhere. And this guy from the state says there's only 
three kind of snakes that can kill you. And that's enough for me. You know, there's only three kinds, but there's probably a bazillion of these stinking snakes. I'm not. A, I'm and, not you are know, you a snake fan? You like snakes? No. You know, it's illegal to kill them. I know. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a criminal. Uh, I'm a, this year is without a doubt. It is the worst year we've seen yet. Richard Perry with Virginia Wildlife Management and Control says more snakes means more people trying to kill them. If you just see them and you senselessly just go out of your way to deliberately go and kill them, yeah, that's illegal and you're going to be in trouble. Senselessly? I, I've never killed a snake out of senselessness. I've killed them because yeah. they're a threat to a hu- humans. <laughs> I've killed them every way possible, pretty much. I've run over them with a lawnmower, hit them with a baseball bat. Golf uh, club. Golf clubs were nice. I took a rake and I slung it out in the driveway, and then the thing was slithering think- around, so I went and got a shovel, and I turned it into two snakes. Incredible. One very short one. <laughs> And one well, fairly long. I think, they did not know where to go. I think the shotgun or the twenty-two round rat awesome. shot is, that awesome. is awesome. That always tends to work. Around. Are you telling me that if someone kills a snake in their yard, it's illegal in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Is that what essentially you're saying to us here, Mister uh, Service Guy, or whatever? They really go and kill them. Yeah, that's illegal, and you're going to be in trouble. There's a lot of different snakes in the state of Virginia, but only three of them are venomous, and the ones and that the three are venomous right here in Central Virginia. Is primarily the the copperhead. The clopperhead. Well, that's what it sounds like. He said, Copper, is, "Copperheads copperhead. are plentiful, plenty for many, too much for me." The timber rattlesnakes stay up in the mountains. So, are you telling me you just kill them mindlessly without? I'll, if you see one, you kill it, no matter what it is. In a in a New York minute, you just kill snakes. If, I, if I'm driving, down, I don't kill black snakes. You just said you kill see, snakes no matter what they are. So now you're changing your story. Not, because kill. it's going live on the air. A second Black ago, you were saying you're killing them kill all. Black snakes will kill poisonous snakes, from what I've been told. No, I've never seen two that do is battle. not true. Well, you I think don't kill Black fighting? snakes. Black snakes kill are Black kill. snakes. Black snakes kill rats and mice and yeah, small eggs of birds. And they kill all the snakes. They do not kill other snakes. You I, ever I, cut one open and found another snake in it? No. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Black snakes are not. They're not predators. They're not out looking for other snakes. I guess they are predators because they're because they're. They're just snakes. You know, snakes suck. They're just snakes. They're well, out snakes cruising around like snakes do, snakes. looking for something that snakes. a snake would do. And more snakes. The population <laughs> is overwhelming. So I've had an encounter in my home, inside the home, in a bathroom. I've had uh, many of them crawling close to the, going the, to the uh, porch. Why are they <laughs> I've never had them come in my house before, so uh, you know, uh, this is time for concern. Okay. Now, yeah, hand, me the, hand me another glass of bourbon. <laughs> That's right. I didn't know there were there snakes. There was a snake in my bathroom. So Bye, I said, y'all! I said, <laughs> when you're finished... That's perfect. she, a ninja? When you're finished, sneaky boo, get out of the bathroom. So I, I did not know, and this is going to be a lesson for many people because I guarantee you people kill snakes mindlessly or what do you say, senselessly. I don't, uh, I don't do it mindlessly. <laughs> I, I think of what tool would chop its head <laughs> off best. Cleanly, without hesitation, right? Yeah. You know what I really, 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 really hate about snakes? I took some of that, I have some nine millimeter um, rat, rat shot. shot that works great on snakes. But well, it doesn't work great on snakes because I shot this thing in the head three stinking times. Well, you never were a good shot. Shut honestly. up. I hit him Actually, three you, times. You, 
Really? Let's go shooting. I know how you're going to say that. Okay. No, let's go. No, I'm just because you're a competitive shot. Anyway, you were, okay, fairness, to, let me clarify. I, you're I actually sucked. a very good shot. Last okay. time we went shooting, I sucked. Let's go shooting. I'll show you how to hit something. Anyway, uh, anywhere, no, I no. shot this snake three times in the head with this rat shot. Yeah. And the thing's still sitting there going, <laughs> opening its mouth at me. That was beautiful. So I chopped its head off. This is radio. No one could see that. I whacked his head off. Yeah, well, that's the way to do and it. And then I picked the body up with a shovel and slung it over to my neighbor's yard (laughs) yeah pretty much and then i went back to get the head and the thing is still going trying to bite me okay still trying to bite me you know it's dead i chopped that sucker's head off he's still going like this see this is the problem that's why i I don't believe any of that i don't believe you thank you for that's what you hate about him you lying use the use the uh use the, the the rat shot that's in a in a nine millimeter and it should do its job and you said it didn't it didn't kill it. It didn't well, kill it. Well, here's the news. It you're, was a you're big copperhead, but it didn't kill it. The law, if you kill it senselessly. Now, it I sounds like you did not purpose. Felon. A felon? I am I don't a know criminal. If you a felon. I don't know if it's a felony. I've killed so many snakes, I, I don't even know how many. All right, coming up, the Lee brothers are going to uh, apply for a governor's new job, diversity officer. And your phone calls four five four zero eight. 22, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. They also got that last year. (laughs) Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. One of my favorite quotations about age comes from Thomas Jefferson. He said that we should never judge a president by his age, only by his work. And ever since he told me that, I've stopped (laughs) worrying. TJ. We call him TJ here. Got close with Thomas Jefferson. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Ralph Northam's got a new position available. I guess it's open to to all want to apply. Governor Ralph Northam is so uh, concerned about diversity in our in our government. Which, by the way, there is uh, already a group that does that. That's already involved in the diversity of our government. I mean, it's constantly supposed to monitor that and make sure that that we look like Virginia whatever that means wasn't it a large wooden ship I, mean, I, I thought it was yeah what is why, why we put so much emphasis on diversity diversity is anything but just a stat that's it it doesn't make us great it doesn't do anything it's just a statistic and yet the left puts so much emphasis on this that Ralph Northern thinks he can he can save his career by having a new job in the general assembly let me ask a question you know, do you think for a second, this diversity officer position, this, uh, yes. what are they calling this month? Oh, second chance month. Second chance yeah, you month. you came up with that too. Second chance month. You know, that's, that's for, to, to benefit himself because <laughs> he screwed up and got caught. Well, along with his inter- attorney general. In the meanwhile, his lieutenant governor is being brought up on rape charges. It's like, how how badly can we embarrass the state of Virginia? Yeah, but Northam's going to fix it. Oh, he's fixing it. He's got a new diversity officer. You want to apply for it? Yeah, I want to apply for it, but I I guarantee you, you know, at the risk of sounding racist, I'm the wrong color to apply for that. I guess blackface is in. No way. I could wear blackface to the interview. (laughs) That's in nowadays. And, uh, so so posh. So the job description for this new job is director of diversity, equity, and inclusion. 
And what would that job look like? What, how about the business card? I'm in charge of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And what do you do? What do you do all day? I look after a wooden Civil War ship. <laughs> I make sure no one, no one boards the ship without my express permission. According to the description, the director's job will be to develop a sustainable framework. I love how this says this. Develop a sustainable framework for the continued promotion of inclusive practices across Virginia state government. To develop measurable strategic plan to identify and address systematic inequalities. Diversity should take care of itself. If somebody wants to work for the state, go apply. You know, they shouldn't even be allowed to meet the person until they've approved or disapproved of his application. Because it won't be fair I guess by definition, if we're going to look at the color of people in the certain roles of government, then you're going to have to hire people based on the color of their skin. Exactly. Exactly. And and is that what we want, Ralph Northam? I thought you were trying to be non-racist. He's he's trying Uh, to get... Instead, you want us to look at someone's color of their skin? He's trying to get the black community to say, "It's, it's okay that you wore blackface. We don't care. It's all right, Governor. You go on and do your thing. We're going to totally forget about it. If you give and us a diversity not, officer, then we'll forget about it. It's not going to. It's not going to happen. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not next year. It's not going to happen. If you want to qualify to be the diversity officer, here's what is required for you to apply: eight years of experience in communications. We have that. We have that's, that. That's me. That's, that's we me. can do that. Um, uh, experience in human resources. That's me. I've done that. I'm a huge fan of human resources. What are you talking about? Me too. Firing people is so much fun. And experience in diversity and inclusion. Oh, do we have any experience in diversity and inclusion? Uh, We've eaten multiple different restaurants. We're 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 diverse in our food. We're colorblind. Of course. That's a very good point. You know, we are. We we, really are. We're the, you know what? In reality, we are. The the others are not. That's what I'm saying. The others are not, but we truly are plus we do eat different foods i mean we're diverse in our clothing we wear i don't wear the same yeah. thing every day do you no well sometimes i well sometimes your underwear but and, a, and, a, <laughs> and a bachelor's degree if you want to be the new diversity officer for the commonwealth of of uh, of uh, virginia the job that's description us. that's us it also hints here's what's cool the job also will allow you to hire support staff so if you get the job, will you hire me? Of course. I'm Vice versa. Staff. Vice versa. I, mean, I don't know. I've got to look at your resume closely. Okay, forget about it. I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do I that. Aren't you? Don't you feel better, Virginians? I there's don't. a diversity. <laughs> there's a diversity officer that will now be uh, paid for by your tax dollars to make the government more diverse. Last I checked, I thought the government was. Diverse, although I'm not the one looking at the color of someone's skin. I really don't go, do you work for the government? Because there's certain percentages that must. This is, this is unbelievable we're still doing this. And as if Ralph Northam thinks, hey, I got a diversity officer, what could I care about? You know, I would say I want a talent officer. I care more about the talent of exactly. the people in government. Exactly. I don't care about the what color of their point. skin. It's just ridiculous that's where we are. But we don't drive down the road and say, hey, did you see that black man? Did you see how many black he people? He was driving number six. I mean, we don't. Do you ever say how, look how many minorities work in government, Richard? Have you ever thought that? Or even no, said that? No, Of course not. 
All right, your phone call's next, 454-0822. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. I think we have to rethink how we define what constitutes a successful economy. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. Mark from Hampton, you're on AM 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Uh, thank you. How are you all doing today? Great. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I heard you talking about perverse, I mean, diversity, and uh, <laughs> I'm a grumpy old white man, and uh, I have multiple color uh, underwear, so I think I'm pretty diverse, and I should probably get that position. There you go. Yeah. I you mean, should go in and say, I've come to apply for the perversity, um, perversity. job. That's yeah. actually great. I'm going to steal that from you, Mark. Yeah, perversity. well, I got that from uh, Michael Savage. Diversity is perversity. Uh, where I work, <laughs> they they have a uh, uh, work at one of the large uh, contractors down here in Newport News that, that uh, builds stuff for the government, and they have a uh, diversity and inclusion department, oh and gosh. they push push it. They don't make us go to the class so far, but they, they push it and they tell stories about all this stuff. And it's like, you know, how about if you get some people who are actually qualified to do the job? Thank and you. I don't care what color they are. Nobody or does. Sex or Only, the like, you know, Only the government cares. Only the left and the government cares about the yeah. color of someone's skin. America does not. You don't. We don't. Most people live their lives. They don't care about the color of somebody's skin. But there is a group of people who benefit politically from caring. It's too bad. All right, coming up, your Great phone call, calls. Mark. And more on this diversity office, Mark Herring, and the left's view of taxes. It's just crazy. 454-0822, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Why, why they do that? Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers. Right today, the same is happening in big hospitals in big hospital systems. Just after 434, outside the Capitol of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left. The Lee as Brothers. I can get. Phone lines are open, 454-0822. New number, 454-0822. Direct you to our new website, wntwtheanswer.com. It is our blog website. If you click on the Lee Brothers, it takes you to our page. There we have Why God is a He. Very interesting video. Although we don't agree with 100%, it is very, very good by Prager. WNTWTheAnswer.com takes you to our, uh, just by clicking on the Lee Brothers. Democrat Island and uh, New York University students want free college. Not that you're shocked by that, but I think the video will be interesting. All at WNTWTheAnswer.com. How could God be anything but a man? Well, that's essentially the... Right, well, God, God uh, is spirit, and, and Jesus is man, but man, God, incarnate. Yes. Anyway, that video is at wntwtheanswer.com. I, I was just trying to poke a few women in the eye. Right. That's it's like poke, poke a bear. Yep, I understand what you're doing. <laughs> I can't get over this diversity officer job by the governor. 
You know, do you realize this th- This is going to fall under the Department of Human Resources, which operates a $108 million budget? Wow. That's, that's me. $108 million budget. I can, man- I can manage that. And this is redundant is what it is. We already technically have uh, a group of people that want diversity in our in our, um, in our our government. About 34% of state employees were classified as minorities. 34%. Is this, what percentage should it be? I'm just well, out of curiosity. Well, minority means a smaller group. So if 34% are it, minorities, and we're hiring a lot of minorities well, of because are. they are, how you say? Minorities. Yes. You know, it's a smaller group. Right. So they, what do they think we should be hiring? 50% minority? Well, first of all, that begs the question, why hire based on that anyway? Who's counting? Who is counting? And why are they counting? This is Northam's attempt to obviously make himself look like less of a racist by looking yeah. at the color of someone's skin. Here's uh, yeah, Mark he, Herring this week. In fact, last night, talking about um, what he needs to do to face racial inequalities. Earlier this year, Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring admitted that he wore blackface to a college party in 1980. Herring then vowed he would be a part of positive change and said he'd dig into solutions to critical problems like the lack of judicial diversity, offensive highway names, and how to quickly remove Confederate monuments. Thursday night, he returned with answers. Of the 410 judges on Virginia's circuit courts and district courts and courts of appeals, 50 are African-American. Thank you for counting. Thank you for looking and, at the color of someone's skin. What does that skin. have to do with anything? It's a minority. Well, how and many I'm should I'm sure the people, the, the people that are, are judges, they got their jobs because they, they deserve qualify. the jobs. Right. They qualify. Right. So what are you going to do, Blackface Mark? You're going to go in and say, okay, let's see, you 22 white folk are out of here. And we're going to put some more blacks in there. Is is that why are you doing it? Lo- because I got caught with black. I mean, because we need to. <laughs> right. <laughs> we need to do this. That is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Now, someone might say oh, it's a good thing, but then, the, but Richard's point is exactly: how do you do this? How do you justify doing this? He continues. That's twelve percent compared to twenty percent of the population. He says there's only one. Af- okay, so wait a second. It's got to be twenty percent of the population. It has to be. That's exa- what if it's twenty one percent of the population? What if it's over twenty? Do you fire the black people? What if it's nineteen? Do you fire a white person to get a black? You see how insane this who, is. Who crunched the numbers to come up with this? Well, thank God someone's looking you know, at it. Right? And the only reason he's doing this is because he got caught with blackface. Right. Exactly. Mr. Blackface, show me your American judge in Fairfax, Arlington, and Prince William counties, each none in Loudoun. His solution, lobby the General Assembly in Richmond to do better since they appoint judges. By the race? So lobby the General Assembly to uh, appoint judges that have a certain pigment of skin? Is that the way it's supposed to be done? How? We are going backwards. We are going backwards. They're going to lobby the General Assembly, so they're going to... They're going to take them out to lunch and say, do I have your commitment to take a look at the color of the skin on this one? Well, sure, I'll look at the color of the skin. I don't have any choice. He's going to walk up and say, hi, 
I'm a white guy. I'm, he's not going to say that. Once again, we are judging people by the color of their skin. That is inherently wrong. It, it really is. But, but now Harry, government, now government makes it okay. Yeah, well, government endorses it. That's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, not only did VCU president do it at his campus by saying it's the most diverse campus on on purpose, but it's we by have design. It's by design. We have an entire government based on it because they're scared. Here, he, here's Harry talking about statues. I just think that ultimately uh, having grand heroic monuments to white supremacists and where where are those, by the way, white supremacists, where's a grand, show me one grand heroic statue honoring white supremacy. Now, there's some honoring David Duke statue. Where is that somewhere? Where is that statue? I would knock that one down myself. Exactly. Placing their names on schools, government buildings, streets and other positions of honor is poisonous to the unity of our commonwealth. When? When did it become poisonous? You know poisonous? what's poisonous Last week? to the unity of the Commonwealth, sir? It's you. Exactly. It's the governor. It's the lieutenant governor. We have three criminals managing the government <laughs> criminals. in Virginia. <laughs> criminals. I don't know if they're criminals, but they certainly are um, very interesting. I'm in proud the to be part of their group because I kill snakes. But he's a criminal. They're all criminals. I, I don't. I cannot believe that this is what is talked about at the highest levels. Well, you think the highest levels of government would be doing the opposite. Quit judging people by the color of their skin. We don't need to have a diversity officer. But that these guys even, it. even go out in public anymore. <laughs> right. You know, they haven't exactly. heard squat out of the lieutenant governor, you know, since he's been charged with rape. Now, this, this also begs the other question about diversity. Unbelievable. Apparently, the Boston Red Sox are going to the White House because they won the World Series. So they're going to the White House, and they half won. of them, half of them didn't want to go. They won? I didn't know they won. Yeah, well, you don't pay attention to stuff like that. But anyway, here's how this broke down. Championship teams, when they go to the White House, traditionally that's just a, a familiar ritual. There's, yep. a, there's a few few bad jokes, athletic yep. excellence is honored, the president gets a jersey with his name on it. Uh, but under President Trump, they become, they become hyper-politicized. Uh, we have right. seen teams be disinvited. Now, hang on a second. Hyper-politicized and teams disinvited? Well, the only team disinvited was the Philadelphia Eagles. And you know why? He explains in a second. But it's because they didn't want to show up. He just said, fine, don't come. They didn't want to come. Who's the politicizing? The entire team. Who's politicizing President Trump? Is it Trump? It's no. The left. Of course it is. All right. Sorry. Continue. They become hyper-politicized. Uh, we have right. seen teams be disinvited, like the Golden right. State Warriors and Philadelphia Eagles, because so many of the players said they weren't going to exactly. go. Yeah. Even teams Not that so have, gone, have gone in much smaller numbers than yeah. they did when Obama and other presidents uh, were in office. And for this Red Sox team, it seems particularly fraught. The optics look, uh, shall uh, we say, uh, you know, a little divisive, because... Every player of color on the team right. is not going, with the exception of J.D. Martinez, who is of Cuban descent. And every white player on the team is going. You know, this wow. every single player with the Philadelphia Eagles stupidly said, I don't want to go. Every single one, not most of them, all of them. Yeah, I don't know. And he the, says the, he's, I don't know if that's, I don't know, I don't remember the whole details of that. But I think so. Why is it? Bro, what is so bad? He you know, disinvited them, which I, I guess that simply means in the future they're not coming back while he's president. The Red Sox they won the World Series. Some fans, too. And they're never going to go to the White House? Is that how political they are? Well, all of the blacks are going to stay home, I guess. And the whites 
How and, and oh, how could this possibly be? Guys going to meet the president, and that just shows how incredibly stupid one side of that team is. Because this is that's a real honor. Of Go to the White House, meet the president. I would have a question for the people not going. Is this is the president of the United States? I mean, forget politics. Yeah. If Barack Obama invited the Lee brothers because we had the best radio show on Fridays, three to six, I mean, we'd go. We okay. would be there. We would go. I wouldn't a, say, a New York oh, minute. I disagree with Barack Obama. I mean, yeah. I would Let go. Let me show my level of stupidity. But, I'm not coming. But so, The government is us, and we're, we're doing things yeah, exactly, right. Exactly, you see there. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. Uh, this, like is, this, is, uh, this is interesting. I, I'm mad at the people who aren't going to the White House, except Scarborough on MSNBC is where this clip came from. He's an idiot. Listen to who he's mad at. Listen to this. I, I personally wish... What do you wish maybe, for? Again, who am I to tell a kid wish. not to go to a White House, the White House? So I totally understand. I would not go to the White House. You're an idiot. I understand that, too. I do wish that one white leader on the team mm. would have just held back yeah. and said, listen, I, I want to go. We'll win again. I'll go next year. But you know what? I'm going to just stay back uh, with my teammates. Yeah, You're disgusting. You're disgusting. No, he's going to the White House with his teammates. Why wouldn't you say the other thing? Why wouldn't Scarborough just say politics is beyond this? This is beyond politics. This is simple winning the World Series. You turn it into a political event, and he's not upset with the people not going. He says, I wish there was one white kid that didn't go. Why? Because he's white, and, and they want to keep race, and they want to keep color up in the air, and they want to keep it on the it's forefront. It's Scarborough is an idiot anyway. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Your phone call's next, and you got to hear these clips about Taxes from the left. It's crazy. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Reminds me a little bit of the story of the man that took his young son in law out and was going to introduce him to golf and told him all that he had to do and teed up the ball and the kid took a swing and he missed the golf ball entirely but hit a ant's nest there and into the air and so lined up and took a crack at it and again hit another gouge out of the ant's nest and now there were ants flying all the way through the air and as he lined up for the third try two ants peeked out of the crater that he left and one of them said if we want to survive this we better get on the ball the difference between a conservative and liberal is when it comes to taxes remember taxes are used by the left for social engineering and for charity. Now, by definition, if you take someone's money and give it to someone else, that you cannot call that charity. But that's what the left does. If they gave it to us, it would be charity. Right. I'd consider it charity. And I would say thank you, Mr. Left. <laughs> Klobuchar was on uh, Fox News this week in a town hall. She went to Fox News, and it was just a big joke. I'm in the lion's den, whatever. So Klobuchar says, I'm going to take your money, and I'm going to spend it on things. And then she said this about taxes. And by the way, how would I pay for that? Since I told you I'm going to tell you how I'm going to pay for stuff. Uh, there's something called the Buffett rule, uh, where Warren Buffett said, okay, this doesn't seem fair. My secretary is actually paying a higher rate of taxes than I am, he said, right? Like a billionaire. So he said, that's not fair. So if you change that, you save. you ready for this? Hang on a second. She is lying. 
And I mean, I'm not just saying intentionally. Well, actually, I am. She's trying to to hoodwink you. There is no such thing as the Warren rule. There's no such thing as income taxed differently for a secretary and Warren Buffett. There's not. So what is she talking about? Because if both are paying income taxes and they both receive income, then there is a progressive income tax in this country, which means when you make more, you pay more. But Warren Buffett doesn't get income. <gasps> what? Surprise. He gets Surprise. no income. Zero. He's not paid a penny on income for his brilliance. So Warren Buffett is paid differently than you or I. or the. Why is that? Because the government has decided to tax capital gains differently than they do income. And for yeah. good reason. Warren's essentially living on the returns from, an, from investments. investments. Exactly. Totally. And if you want to do something to fix that, lower the ladies' tax rate to match Warren Buffett's tax rate. Well, then you would have to change the way income is taxed to match capital gains. Warren Buffett never asked for a tax increase. Exactly. So this is what's hilarious about this. This, people actually buy into that. The left goes, yeah, that's not fair, but Klobuchar... That's also not true. Exactly, but Klobuchar didn't tell the truth. This is what I do. I, it frustrates me when I watch politics because this is purposeful to get a vote. There is someone sitting in a crowd somewhere going, that's not fair, but it's also not true. You are a liar. I don't know where you got that, but that's... <laughs> anyway, she, she continues... $124 billion. Okay, well, that's a lot of money, right? So, so she's saying change the rule and get $124 million for who? For the government! Billion. So now the government will have more money. She said billion. The bottom line is we're not broke. There's plenty of money. It's just the government doesn't have it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That is their mentality. Exactly. So Klobuchar says, look, change the Warren Buffett rule, which doesn't exist. And here's how much money we can get. Who could get the government? Not you. You don't get to keep it, but the government gets it. And then what's the government going to do with it? Listen to this woman. One hundred and twenty four billion dollars. OK, well, that's a lot of money. Right. So you think of what that could do to help people refinance student loans, to help them go to school, to make things more fair, more uh, fair. <laughs> yeah, the fair word, the fair word. So you're going to raise my taxes and everyone else's taxes to make things more fair. Thank when you it, for it being. comes down to student loans, the word is fair. Fair. Fair means unfair. people don't have to pay them back. Actually, Fair means the government will take care of it. Fair means it will take care of it with your money. Actually, when the Democrats talk about fairness, it's actually the definition of unfairness. Taking from people who have produced to give it to people who haven't. Klobuchar it thinks it's she's making a great point here. I'm going to go get money from all these rich people, and then I can show you how compassionate I am with it. I'm going to distribute it the way I think is fair and nice. Exactly. She's going to give it out to the people she thinks are deserving. And if you shoot and think you're deserving, you won't get it. <laughs> exactly right. That is exactly right. Be very fearful of the left who thinks they can spend your money better than you and then disguise it as charity look how compassionate i am i'm taking this money and i'm going to make things fair oh, i feel me. important now so true for the people who don't have the opportunity or the economic justice economic justice wow that's that's a new one economic justice be very fearful of a government <laughs> 
that can take from others and call it charity and make you vote for them. I'd like to call her up and say, I need some economic justice Please. right now. In a form of a check. I'll come pick it up. 454-0822, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. By the way, Cory Booker, Cory Booker did the same thing. He talked Corey about Booker. raising Look. taxes and then for the good of everyone, <laughs> except I guess apparently those he's taking money from. We have so, time to get so, the clip. Let's, so, how do you raise taxes on everyone for the good of everyone? Well, it's kind of like communism. Let's see if we can get the clip in. Here it is. And we had a tax plan that was all about giving the wealthiest people more more of a break. My no, we didn't. By the way, the tax plan Trump passed did not give tax breaks to more of the wealthy than anyone else. That's just another lie. That is this a country lie. Is that we will target things like a massive increase in the earned income tax credit to actual workers. We've got to make sure that this is a shared recovery. Shared. Right now, it definitely is not. Dem- the Democratic nominee is going to raise my taxes, and he is talking about raising taxes. What's the counter argument to that? Look, I think that we live in a nation with far more patriotism than people are expressing. And what I mean by that is folks want the best for their country, that we are all hurting because we have not designed an economy that invests in each other. Communism. Invest in, in each, each other. other. It's communism. So how, yeah. how, are, how are people hurting so bad when this economy is the best it's been in so long? It's I mean, patriotic so to long. pay taxes, I guess. Patriotic. That is communism. What he just laid out is invest in each other. That is, that's what communism is. It's all about the community. You're going to invest in me, Mark? And you too? Yeah. Invest in me? I'm going to show you. How much you got? Here's my wallet. I'm investing. How much cash is in there? All right, coming up, you won't believe uh, the, yeah. the, um, the stuff we have coming up. It's just like the, the beer now that is all about gay pride. We'll, we'll discuss it more. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. I think we have to rethink how we define what constitutes this. There's a new ranking on cookbooks. No, I kid you not. They're ranking how many animals die to make each recipe. <laughs> that's something yeah. I want to know. I want to know. What kills the more animals? Old? That's the one I'm cooking. New gay beer. No, you heard me right. Gay beer. We'll talk about it. And how does beer be gay? I don't, well, I don't who would want to make it about that? I, I, just strange. And, so, uh, why, why they do that? Exactly. <laughs> And, and no more God bless America in your public schools. But bless Ramadan instead? That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the founding fathers intended, we are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, lovely Friday afternoon. Happy Friday to you. Be careful in your commute home. And if you got anything you need to do outside before the rain comes, it's going to be a rainy weekend. 454-0822. Phone, phone lines are open. Snakes are coming, too. I meant to mention that. <laughs> They're popping up. The story says popping up. I just... Imagine. Can you imagine you're walking along all of a sudden, boing, this thing's in midair and then hits the ground. That's not what they meant. He's popped up. You're so well, That's how they wrote snakes. it. They're literal. If so, they said snakes were flying, would you think that's what they meant? No. You're walking along, snakes are flying out of the ground. What was that, snake? Every day in uh, 
an elementary school in Springfield, Pennsylvania. They recited the Pledge of Allegiance. And after the Pledge of Allegiance, the principal would proclaim, God bless America. That is That's no longer. I can't believe that was happening. <laughs> How could we <laughs> you imagine such a thing? The audacity. How could they live their lives in that manner? One parent complained. The squeaky wheel got... A bucket of grease. You know, I you mean, always say that. Grease. But when well, you think about it, it's well, one wheel on, squeaking. Know, but hang on a second. But the, the analogy is flawed because if the wheel is squeaking, it actually needs grease. So that makes sense. What you would actually would make better is the non-wheel that never squeaked. All of a sudden, we're applying grease to that, which essentially is what this. I don't even know if that's a good analogy. Anyway, do you understand what I'm saying? No. All right, let's, let's envision the entire <laughs> school. They're all wheels. <laughs> okay. And one of them starts to squeak. Squeal. Squeal. Better, good word. Squeal's a better word. Okay, it is. Yeah, snake squeal. Did you know that? If you hear one squealing behind, you better run. But anyway, they uh, they hear this squeal, you know, and they're like, wow, a wheel squealing. And they said, what, what are you squealing about, wheel? Uh, Somebody said, said, God God bless bless America. America. And I don't like that because I'm a wheel. And they said, okay, if we stop saying it, will you stop squealing? Yeah, because you stop saying it, that's my bucket of grease. I wish they would stop saying it. So they stop saying it, and the squeaky wheel goes quiet. Why is one it? out of thousands okay. I get your of analogy. I'm sorry like, I challenged like it for the love we of everything. We really like that. We Jeez. don't need we don't so need any grease. We just want to hear God bless America and probably. So God bless America is they offensive. Probably would. You know, I've never Snake understood the wheel is wheel. I've never understood how this probably is offensive. Is. I, I just don't. I don't and if someone does complain, why don't we have the guts in our country to say so? He said guts. That's a good question. I mean, why wouldn't we? But this one parent, this malcontent, loser, leftist parent. Workbag extraordinaire. Wrote to the Freedom From Religion Foundation and said, this is what's going on. So they wrote a letter to the school that said the repeated recitation of a religious message in the school setting violates the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment which prohibits public schools from advancing, supporting, or promoting religion. That's, that's a lie. That's not at all what the First Amendment established, not one single thing. Um, but they, we have bought into this as our country. And this is an example, this is the greatest example of how the left is attempting by force, to not because the people want this, but by force. To, no one had a problem with God Bless America after the Pledge of Allegiance, which, by the way, used the words under God in it last I checked which we must wipe off too. This is the way the left is trying to eradicate these values and traditions of the country. When a public school, this is what the uh, Freedom From Religion says, when a public school regularly proclaims God bless America, listen to the threat. It sends a message to students that the school's endorsing a compelling belief in God. Compelling? It's compelling a belief in God? It compels you? I mean, I wish it did. I wish it had that kind of power to compel people to believe in God. That'd be unbelievable. It'd be amazing. You could walk down the street and say, excuse me. God bless America. God bless America. Ah! I'm compelled. You know, the spark flies and they fall down. <laughs> no. So I does. am healed. By the way, there, it, look how far we've come as a country. There used to be a radical difference between the America 
and the humanist Soviet Union that they didn't believe there was a God and didn't want there to be a God. And the, the difference was so big for us in America that we actually inserted under God into our pledge because we wanted to show the difference between a secular, humanist, destructive society and one that actually leans on God. And amazing to me is the person who objects to God in our public education system or in our government in any form is actually rejecting the very underpinnings of our culture and our society and doesn't even realize that our very rights don't come from government. They come from a God. That's what's so funny about the left. They're out there proclaiming we have all these rights, but where do they come from? They come from God, yet they're being rejected here. Now, the interesting thing about this entire debacle is how quickly we capitulate to the demands, to the demands of the so-called tolerant. <laughs> so-called tolerant. The, the tolerant. is exactly right. The self-proclaimed atheist tolerants are the ones who don't, are not tolerant, are they? Not very much. You know, I, I hope that this motivates schools in other districts all over the U.S. To proclaim God bless to America. To proclaim God bless America in the mornings. And uh, the best thing anyone can do for the individual who's responsible for this is pray for them. That's, the district that, the attorney to do. of the school district, the attorney immediately wrote a letter saying this. The elementary school has ceased its practice of announcing the slogan, God bless America, over the loudspeaker, immediately following the Pledge of Allegiance. None of of the schools, and it goes on to say, none of the school districts currently engage in this practice. It's a practice? Not anymore. Apparently. Yeah, they get practicing. The the president, or the co-president of the Freedom From Religion Foundation said... We're gratified that the Springfield officials listen to us clearly. Young elementary school children don't need to be coerced into affirming God's name every morning. Yet it's perfectly fine for us to tell them that they're not sure of their gender. We can do that all day long, but to say God bless America is a threat. But we're allowed to tell elementary kids dressed in trans to have some teacher dressed up as a trans man and read a book about it's okay for trans. That's fine with the American left. Oh, yeah, that's but this okay. Is a he threat. could announce that in the mornings and get away with it. Exactly. He could say, I am a transgender. There is no God. Have a good day. That would be fine. He could also say, and by the way, vote Democratic. That is the left today. The left says they don't impose their values on anyone. That's Baloney. Bull. This is that all is they do. Bull. All they do. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. All right, your phone call is next, 454-0822. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. With shocks, you know, maybe we could get on television as a team. <laughs> we are on TV. Facebook, our Facebook fan page, the Lee Brothers, live on audio and video. 804-454-0822. Phone lines are open. It is wrong and not acceptable in America to say God bless America in a school in Pennsylvania. I wonder if you get away with Merry Christmas or something like that. No, here's what you get away with. Probably not. A school district in Seattle wants teachers to bless Muslims during Ramadan. A school district in Seattle sent a letter asking teachers to bless its Muslim students in Arabic during the month of Ramadan and give them preferential treatment. I kid you not. 
So let me just get this straight, American left, and you can help me, 454-0822 if I get it wrong. God bless America is a threat to children. But saying bless the Muslims on Ramadan isn't, that's perfectly fine. I don't see the freedom from religion joining that argument. And to tell a second grade student who's eight years old that he is transgender, and I'm reading directly from a headline, Parents say a second grade teacher tried to convince their son, eight, that he's transgender. They're suing the school district for a million dollars. Why? Uh, why are they suing them? Uh, did the school tell the child you're yes. not transgender? No, no. Other way around. The, the second grade teacher child... tried to convince their son, eight, that he's transgender. Wow. And the parents are suing the school. And rightfully, rightfully so. so. How dare you? Try to screw up my kid's head with your stupidness. And guess what? They're claiming that their son is actually confused and now questioning this. And of course, they come home and say, I might be transgender. Parents are like, what? What are you talking about? Well, my teacher, who, by the way, doesn't want me to say God bless America, but is perfectly fine by shoving their religion down the throat of an eight-year-old about the religion of transgenderism that they worship at down the throat of these kids. Wow. There is a cultural battle that is raging in our country. And it is a scary one because honestly, 98% of Americans are disgusted by all this. And yet this 2% squeaky wheel is dominating and winning. Not because the majority demands it. It's because the majority is busy. They're working. They're taking right. care of their families, and they have no time for this crap. They have no time to, to, to get out and fight this crap. Or the majority is forced into silence by the fear of being intolerant, which is so absurd when the intolerance is on the left. Can anyone give me an example of intolerance on the right that is forced in our public schools and shoved down your throat? The public education system has become a massive run indoctrination center by the left. I can give you an example of what it should be in the schools. They should be teaching history, the actual history. They should be teaching math and English and not teaching their opinions and their, their political views and the way they see things. The left I, don't want my, I wouldn't want my kids hearing any of that crap. I want them to learn. Imagine your eight-year-old being told that he's transgender. You imagine oh, a teacher I, I, saying I that? I don't know what I'd do if that happened, but it would not be pretty. You know, I would, it would be ugly. And I, you know what? I wouldn't stop with the teacher. I would take it all the way to, the, to something. I would, too. It's disgusting that uh, even a, a, a second-grade teacher would even think that it's appropriate to mention the even word transgender at eight-year-old. Because you know what all this talk is about sex and gayness and transgender and LGBT? You know what it ultimately is a talk about sex? That's what it's about. That's what it's, it's, the entire thing is about that. And what makes the left so excited, to use a term that probably didn't fit, to tell youth, kids about it? Why? Because it's about indoctrinating them. It's about changing their path to agree with them. That that's exactly is what it is forcing that belief on someone. They're 
trying to plant seeds that will grow into voters. All right, coming up, Bud Light is all in. Bud Light's Rainbow Gay month of May and June. We'll explain to it more next. And your phone calls, 454-0822, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7. It is a pretty bottle. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. Now, I enjoy a beer. I do. I enjoy uh, an adult beverage, and I enjoy a beer. I, um, and I typically don't want to have it thrown in my face for the political stunt. But somehow a beer company thinks that they're doing a good deed. Bud Light is uh, once again teamed up with uh, the LGBT community, and they have rainbow bottles available at bars now in the month of May and June. Will you save me one? So, uh, like, I'm going to drink one of these. Anyway. <laughs> and the first ever rainbow aluminum bottle to celebrate World Pride Day from World May 12th Pride? to June 30th. World Pride. Um, right. Bud Light has been a supporter of the LGBT community since the 80s, and they're excited to offer their longstanding partnership with the the gay group, said Andy Goller, vice president of marketing. What's that? What did they do before the 80s? Yeah, right. Yeah, were they gay bashers and haters? Gay haters. So does this mean other beer companies that don't have the rainbow bottle are gay haters? Is it possible that people drinking beer don't care what your sexuality is? Maybe... People don't care at all. Maybe they just want to drink a beer without some kind of political piece behind it. They they uh, support the the Glad organization, and it, honestly, it looks like they were just trying to find some words to put in here. Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Mm-hmm. That's Glad. Mm-hmm. Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against. against defamation. Does this make people buy more Bud Light? Does the, does the vice president of marketing actually think this is an encouragement for those to purchase more? Why would a company make such a political statement? Especially along the lines of of of, uh, of a lifestyle. Who cares what the lifestyle is? Doesn't Bud Light, do you think they really care? I mean, when you go drink a beer, you drink it and go, hey, here's one for the gay. I, I don't get that. But Bud Light has decided, and Budweiser's decided to, to, to team up with them. And I guess you get to decide if you're going to team up with them. You can decide if you want to purchase their beer for this sake. That's well, your decision. And thanks for letting us know, Budweiser. After this, maybe they'll make one with Harleys on it and bears and stuff. You know? I'm sure they've got a Christian one somewhere. Or a conservative you think, one. You you think? Think? Oh, I'm sure. Is there a heterosexual beer coming out? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> they all sound try the new why heterosexual is there, beer or, or the gay beer it just is ridiculous wait a minute you really want me to say sexual in this ad heterosexual <laughs> yeah say it unbelievable alright coming up apparently recipes are judged on how many a- animals they kill and then Chick-fil-A is successful we'll figure that out that's all coming up Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 the power of the speaker is awesome version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. Just after 534. 
Outside the Capitol in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Oh, uh, yeah. Phone lines are open, 454-0822 on this Friday afternoon on your drive home. Mental gymnastics, it's amazing watching the left do this. The left is struggling with the uh, abortion issue because minds are changing. People are beginning to look at this with technology. We're in 2019. We begin to realize that, wow, what is really going on with the abortion issue? You see this new movie, Unplanned, that really exposes Planned Parenthood for what they're doing. And minds are beginning to change, and it's making the left go crazy. You've got this state senator guy up in Pennsylvania and Philly confronting these pro-life activists like a raged maniac. And then you have this debate between Rick uh, Santorum. uh, Is that his name? No, Rick. Yeah. um, From uh, Pennsylvania on MSNBC. Listen to her reaction. Yeah. Let's be clear here, Rick, with all of your distortions and horrible tales, I answered it numerous times. When a a woman gets pregnant, that is not a human being inside of her. It's part of her body. And this is about a woman having full agency and control of her body. Wow. So let me just get this straight. So she's going to grow another leg or something. It's part of her body. She can decide what she wants to do with it. It's that is not human. a human being inside of her. It's wow. Yes, it is. Well, what is it? There's another human being. God designed the human body to reproduce. And I, I, I just, you know, I'm laugh at this because it's, it, it's another human being. It's How just in the so world unbelievable. Can be so stupid. She's saying this because she has probably to. had an abortion. Well, I don't know about that. but And she it, knows other people that have or whatever, and that's what she believes. But she she, ha- she's got to know in her heart it's a bunch of crap. Ask any. Has to. I'm just curious. If you ask a pregnant woman, <laughs> uh, that's not a baby. That is not a human being inside of her. It's- so what is it? An alien? What What is it? You know, that's what I'm saying to you. This is the most amazing thing. In 2019, you think we're scientifically aware of what is inside the woman, and apparently... That is not a human being inside of her. It's Listen how angry she sounds and mad she sounds. And by the way, it that's, can't be a human being. You know why? definitely from the left, because that's, that's how they get. And it can't when be a human can't, being. When, the, when they can't win an argument, that's how they get. It, it can't be a human being, because if it is, then there are consequences for it. So therefore, it's obvious. That is not a human being inside of her. It's How can you rationalize that? I am, I am literally just blown away by how people think. And this is the most enlightened time in history, right? We're the smartest we've ever been on humans on this planet, and we can't. That is not a human being <laughs> inside of, aliens. of her. It's, it's aliens a- have helped us. But, you know, the left is caring. They're compassionate. They actually ranked celebrity cookbooks now. They go to the celebrity cookbooks and they rank them on how many animals they kill in their recipes. How many animals are killed in their recipe? In their recipe. They're ranking cookbooks by how many animals are killed. Now, you know, I a, just played A child for you. doesn't make any difference. A human being inside a woman who's... But, By God's design, is having a, going to have a baby if she does not abort it. But she's sitting at home reading this thing, <laughs> this thing about how many animals are killed on 
a Rachel Ray or a Paula Dean or a Mario Batali cookbook. How insane is that? How insane is that? The cookbook is a paper by the journal Food Ethics who went through and said how many animals would die to cook all the recipes in each book, thereby enable them to get an estimate of the average number of animals killed per recipe. We have the chart here in front of us. So you got people like Gordon Ramsay, who in, a, in his recipe in one of his cookbooks, you kill, there's 127 deaths. That's how they say it. 127 deaths. 71 anchovies had to die. 71 so anchovies. Little salty fish. Oh, hang on a second. That is not a human being inside right. of her. It's okay. It's an, an, it's an but anchovy. But I'm concerned about the anchovies. I'm concerned about 71 anchovies, but. That is not a human being <laughs> inside of her. It's That's crazy. Where's the, the paper or the booklet or the pamphlet or the journal for baby, unborn baby ethics? Where, right. where is this? Right. Instead, we have a recipe of ethics on how many animals are killed in the recipe. Rachel Ray has a recipe. Rachel Ray's 365 No Repeats a Year of Deliciously Different Dinners is her book. Total deaths, 165. 75 chickens. 75. That is not a human chicken. being inside of her. It's- <laughs> this is oh. absurd. I mean, do people really? Are there, Paula Dean. In her book, 1998, it's Ladies and Sons Savannah Country Cookbook, 61 total deaths in her book. 20 chickens is the leading species of death. I'm sure she's losing sleep at night. This is, um, this is unbelievable. The, the article goes on to say, by far the deadliest cookbook was, was Batali's Molto Gusto. It had 620 deaths, 5. Two five per recipe. Mario, you're like uh, you're you're doing some evil things by killing oh, oh my everything. Gosh. Five per recipe. I can never eat from this cookbook. It's just too much. I wonder if these people they set this down while they're fixing dinner, chopping up a chicken, or putting some nice steaks on on, a, on their <laughs> that's right grill top, saying, "Wow, this is horrid." You kill all those little anchovies. They taste so salty. Or it they're killing all the chickens. It is interesting how the left thinks. And they're they're they literally they torn apart. They they're upset. Think. They're sick to their stomach. They're torn apart with some sort of guilt about eating animals. They don't think. They, but they, they don't uh, have a problem at all with the abortion debate. Zero. No. They just say, in fact, they'll go as far to say. That is not a human being inside of her. It's. Really? I, I, I just don't know they, they, how the left can possibly survive. I mean, they must drive themselves insane. They put something in their mind, and that's the way it is, and they're not going to change their mind. You're not going to sit down and convince them. You're not going to be able to put someone in this room <laughs> and say to them, "Right, here's what Donald Trump's done this year. You may not be aware of any of this because of the way the media covers it, but basically this is what he's done. Right. Show me something that's wrong with what he's done. You know, it, 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 you can't do it. You well, can't. it's because it's not about policy. It's about personality. They can't stand Trump because of his personality and who the, he, they don't think he's a moral man or a nice man. The same group that love Clinton doesn't think Trump's a moral man, but that's a. And by the way, he may not be a moral man. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm really not uh, judging him by his personality. If I had to, I would say you're probably right. He's, a, he's not a very good person, but his policies have been tremendous. 
He's and done some incredible he sure things has. as president very quickly. But you're right. The left isn't rational in this conversation. Either is Texas Christian College. The student government voted to ban Chick-fil-A. They voted to have the, the Chick-fil-A removed from campus, which I say good. More chicken for me. Texas Christian College? Check, it's, a, it's part of the Presbyterian Church, the USA Presbyterian, the very liberal one. The student government of Christian College, of Texas Christian passed a resolution to remove Chick-fil-A food from campus dining hall. Why? Well, here's why. A drastic assault on the identities and beings of the result of Chick-fil-A's ideals and actions. So when you, I guess when you walk in to get a Chick-fil-A sandwich, they're a threat. This is how crazy the left thinks. They really think Chick-fil-A is a threat to them. How could it possibly be a threat? They've got... Here's why. I've never had a bad experience with Chick-fil-A. They ever, don't like what they believe. Ever. You know, Dan Cathy closes on Sunday so he can go to church. <gasps> I mean, they, they, they uphold certain values. Here's why they say Chick-fil-A is a, a, a bad organization. They donated to the Salvation Army. Oh, my gosh. They donated to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They donated to Paul Anderson's youth home. The left is just insane, folks. They aren't right. Let them protest a chicken sandwich restaurant. Meanwhile, have you been by one? It's really good. It's really good, but it's also very, very crowded. And they're doing phenomenal Chick-fil-A sells soar above the competition. That last little debacle that, that Chick-fil-A had, um, their business like doubled. Well, here's the stats. This is what's amazing. With all the LGBTQ and all the leftist hype and crap, they try to make Chick-fil-A to seem evil. The company reported sales of $4.6 billion. That's a 12% increase. Chick-fil-A also increased market share in the limited service restaurant category to 33% in 2018. That's an increase from 18%. Holy crap, if I may say so. I thought you were going to say holy cow. (laughs) Makes more sense. Holy cow. The chicken restaurant's kicking butt. Do you believe that? Chick-fil-A has exploded this evil Christian organization that, clo- how dare they close on Sunday? They have m- uh, morals and principles they uphold has grown. What is wrong with you people? It's They're horrid. killing chickens. It's They're killing chickens. They uphold by Christian values. How and, and dare we're, they? We're eating them by the thousands too, I might add. But. Unbelievable how bad. It is that you Americans have chose Chick-fil-A over everyone, including the Yum! Brands Kentucky Fried Chicken chain. They sank 15% from 29%. Making me hungry talking about all this chicken. Just unbelievable. I think I'm going to have to go to get some chicken. All right, your phone call's next, 454-0822. 454-0822. You know what's best about Chick-fil-A? It tastes like chicken. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Exactly. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee brothers. Liberty is too precious a thing to be buried in books, Miss Saunders. Men should hold it up in front of them every single day of their lives and say, I'm free to think and to speak. My ancestors couldn't, I can. And my children will. 
that Mr. Smith goes to Washington? And of course, we will speak up for liberty. Virginia citizens and American patriots. You know, we get, um, I guess we get new people finding us since our uh, old days all the time. I, I had somebody come up to me the other day and said, man, I finally found you guys. You're on 820 WNTW. And I so listen. tell your friends, tell yeah. your Facebook friends, spread it around. On 92.7 FM, the people are, are it's, I'm encouraged by it. Actually, uh, someone the other day sent us, uh, was it an email or, or something? Maybe it's a Facebook post that said, um, finally, after the years, they thought we'd just kind of disappeared. They, they found us and were, were excited. But they asked a question that I thought was interesting. Virginia citizens and American patriots, where did that come from? And uh, I thought, you know what? It might be a good idea to kind of rehash the Lee brothers. I mean, rehash. rehash, remind them. So the Virginia citizens thing came from the idea and principles of uh, our founding fathers who were, by the way, mostly Virginians. See, these ideals that, that uh, uh, Monroe, Madison, uh, Washington, Patrick Henry, about the ideas of liberty and, and Madison's view of federalism, what the role of the federal government meant and, and how it, it shapes the states. The Virginia citizen was what Patrick Henry was before the founding of the country. And then very quickly, he said, I am no longer a Virginia citizen. I'm an American. And that was the transition. For the Lee brothers, Virginia citizens is just our home. It's where we, we, we uh, you know, where we're from, what we love. It's the history of Virginia and how it impacts the United States of America. So you can be a Virginia citizen, too. You just believe in the ideals of those who started the Virginia culture, Virginia politics, and, and uh, the things that happen across the kitchen table in, in, in the Commonwealth. So Virginia citizens kind of defines, in the tradition of Patrick Henry, that is, the ideas of freedom and liberty that started here. And you can be an honorary Lee brother by simply call us, tell us, you know, tell us your views. And uh, we'll give you the test. We got questions that we'd love Easy by. test. And so we'll send you the honorary Lee brother, honorary bumper, Lee brother bumper sticker. So that was the, the, the Virginia citizens part. The American patriots, well, it's the transition from being the great Virginia citizen to understand that America is unique. It's just, it's the best place on earth. It is um, a place to be honored and cherished and fought for. It is a legitimate country with real culture, real values. And it is the best hope for mankind on the planet Earth. And so you can be an American patriot, Virginia citizen and American patriot. And when we first started the show, I remember, gosh, it was 17, 17 years 17 ago. Years ago uh, people want to be part of the Lee family. This is your point, Richard, an honorary Lee brother. And so we begin this this uh, this this concept of becoming an honorary Lee brother. And we, we had bumper stickers that are, that we'd see in, in Shaco bottom. We'd see bumper stickers all over the place that honorary Lee brother. And you, you too can by simply holding to Virginia citizens and American Patriot values, you get a bumper sticker and we mail them for free. And you're part of our family. That's right. You can send we'll, us, we'll show up at your house on Thanksgiving and such. You can send us an email at Patriots at the Lee brothers.com Patriots at the Lee brothers.com. Facebook post or simply give us a call 454-0822 and you can receive your free honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. And of course, after you go through a 20-page test, not, a, Just not hard. Kidding. It's very easy. It's not even 20 questions. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNDW 92.7 FM.
that's a wrap. And it's, I guess it would have to be a Dunkin' Donut. Why are you just talking about that? Chick-fil-A wrap. Chick-fil-A wrap. Actually, the wrap Chick-fil-A is a Chick-fil-A wrap with a jelly donut on the side. <laughs> what? As dessert. A jelly donut? You can't get jelly a jelly donut. You know what? Chick-fil-A has amazing chocolate chip cookies. They're spectacular. Yes, they are. They're very, very good. And Elvis Presley loved jelly donuts. Give me a jelly donut. All right, uh, check out our new website, WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. It's a blog. You can find all the information about about our new uh, program director, about the Lee Brothers, by clicking on the Lee Brothers. Take you directly to our page. There you'll find our show's archive. You'll find three great videos of the day. Why God is a He, Democrat Island, and the New York students wanting free education. All that's at WNTWTheAnswer. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you directly to our page where we archive the shows and, of course, a link to us and Virginia citizens and American patriots. Thanks for joining us. Have a safe and uh, enjoyable weekend. Get out to Aggie's Attic this weekend. It'll be raining. It'll be a good time to, to go a little shopping. And we'll see you next Friday right here on AM820, WNTW, and FM92.7, The Answer. Keep up the good work. Why, why they do that? My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you.